Hello, hello. Welcome to Twin Flame Transformation. My name is Michelle and I will be your host and guide. On today's episode, I want to talk about judgment versus discernment and how knowing the difference of these can help you navigate your twin flame path and also notice how different energies can push your twin flame away. One of the first things I want to start with is how the twin flame connection is first and foremost a soul connection, right? As you know, and we come to earth to experience the soul love through our human body. And in order to get and experience true unconditional soul love, there has to be a merging of our mind, body, and soul. All three have to be in alignment with the divine. And the soul is already there, right? It's getting the mind and body in coherence. And that's why the twin flame journey and union is ultimately a union of you with your higher self and union with source energy. The twin flame journey is above all a spiritual journey. So let's get started. Last week's podcast, I talked about how non-attachment and detachment are often used interchangeably, and yet there are subtle differences that are very important to notice when navigating our twin flame path. Well, the same is true here with judgment versus discernment. Because if we look at the definitions of judgment and discernment, they both carry each other's word in it. And yet there are differences that are so important to navigate. So let's start with judgment. As humans, we all understand what judgment is, but let's go deeper. When we look at judgment, judgment is often used to label things as right or wrong, good or bad, my belief versus your belief, right? Judgments are based in things we have learned, conditions we have been exposed to, uh, the morality we have been raised with and taught to believe. It's also linked with our beliefs around spirituality and who and what God is. And what's interesting about the definition of judgment is that, it, as I mentioned, it includes the word discernment. However, what's also included in the definition is the basis of morality, God, and or power. Judgment is truly a power over versus power under form of opinion. Judgment carries power over someone else. It's saying my way or God's way or my God's way is better than your way, right? And so this energy of judgment becomes a polarizing energy. And so often we are taught to judge and we learn to judge and we like judging is because it makes us feel better because we get to sit in that seat of power that we are better than whatever we are judging. And right, judgment is related to judges of the court. I mean, it's our whole judicial system. And the judgment that is connected to beliefs that certain gods will judge you on quote unquote judgment day. And because of the polarity judgment carries and the power structure it carries, it also reinforces the separation mentality the us versus them, right? My way is the only way. And wars are based around these judgments and belief systems. And this is what we're really trying to get out of here in the age of Aquarius. Okay, now let's look at discernment. The definition of discernment is also closely linked to God and spirituality, but it differs by that it's an action rather than a naming right? Discernment is an act of perceiving something. To discern is a process. One definition says, it's a quality of being able to grasp and comprehend what is obscure. It's a skill. 
Discernment is to be able to grasp the higher meaning of something. So although it's also linked with judgment, the judgment is used here in connection with wisdom, scientific knowledge, or spiritual knowledge and attainment. So discernment is more than uh, is more of a knowing than an opinion. And it's also based more in the body and heart, right? Wisdom, scientific knowledge, and spiritual attainment all carry with them an embodied knowing. If it doesn't have substantial evidence to back it up, it's not right. And in the same token, we can look at felt sense, right? If it doesn't feel right in the body, if we don't have a felt sense of knowing about it, if it's not a full body yes, it's not right. So discernment doesn't carry with it polarity, like judgment does. There is no right versus wrong or good versus bad or hell versus heaven. Instead, discernment is a method of finding the path or decision of what is right and true for us and for our highest good. Whereas judgment is forming an opinion based on our beliefs, discernment is doing more exploration to determine an outcome. And this is why discernment is also closely linked with intuition, because it's more of a knowing. When we, when we get to that level of the final discernment, it becomes a knowing. So the reason myths can be so valuable is they help us to discern truth because when we follow a story that isn't actually real, we get out of our head, get out of our judgments, and allow ourselves to see a situation in a more expansive and less polarized way. Whereas when we hear a real story that someone shares, it gives us space to place our judgment and opinions and beliefs on it. And so when we look at the twin flame journey, I think it's important to almost look at it like a myth and step outside of it and look at the big picture rather than the story of our story so we get caught up in our judgments around it, right? Because we have been taught division and separation since we were raised. And as you can see, this is still shifting on a global level. But it has to start with us, right? As within, so without. And so what better place than on our twin flame journey? <laughs> so now, as I shared all that, uh, discernment versus judgment, you can probably discern why judgment can hinder us on our twin flame path. So I was listening to a podcast with Paul Selig. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but if you're not, Paul channels a group of guides that bring forth guidance from a higher vibration and dimension. And this is all to help humanity move forward. And so when I listen to him and the guides, I can feel the truth and resonance in my body, right? I have a felt sense that this feels right. I know it to be true. And here's what the guides say about judgment. They say, what you fear, you are in judgment about. And what you are in judgment of, you fear. I mean, that statement is so powerful to me. In fact, I'm going to repeat it. What you fear, you are in judgment about. And what you are in judgment about, you fear. So anytime we carry fear or judgment around our twin flame or around twin flame union or our situation, we are energetically pushing them away because fear repels our twin flame. Fear is the opposite of love. And in that energy, our twin flame will run from us. Fear is push energy. So judgment is also push energy. So fear and judgment, right, seem to be one and the same and are not in resonance with the energy of love, which is the energy of twin flame union. Now, what's tricky is that fear is quite often disguised in our beliefs we carry around love. So hear me out. These beliefs show up as judgments. We may judge our twin flame, 
Perhaps it's they don't see the twin flame connection as we do, or even know about it, or want to acknowledge it, or we're not able to be with them right now in a union, partnership, or romantically, right? And these are all based on what we believe it should look like, right? Or perhaps we think they're not as advanced as we are spiritually, or perhaps they make choices that we don't agree with, or we judge the situation they're in. All of these, whatever that storyline is that we each are individually going through around our twin flame, it's all disguised fear. Fear that we won't be with them. Fear that this love isn't real. Fear that they don't love us enough. Fear that we aren't enough. Fear that we'll be alone. Fear that it isn't happening soon enough, et cetera, et cetera. I get it. I get it. I've been there, right? I know those feelings. I know those fears. And what's being asked of us as twin flames is to stand in complete trust and faith, which is one of the hardest things to do. But in order to do that, we have to take judgment off the table, right? Trust and faith and unconditional love can't live in the vibration of judgment. But now where discernment can come in handy on this journey is when we have to make a decision around our twin flame or ourselves or our journey, right? A decision of what to do or what the next steps are. And this can be hard, really hard. And one of the reasons it's so hard is because we are caught in a judgment around what the label twin flame means. We are caught in a judgment or a belief system that may be outdated about what the label of love means around what love should look like. And when this love doesn't show up as we expect or believe should happen or on our timeline, we tend to judge the situation and judge our twin flame, right? Of course, it has to be their fault because we're doing everything right. We're doing everything we're supposed to do. We're doing the work. We're more evolved. We should be with them, et cetera, et cetera, right? They're our twin flame, right? They're our twin flame. We should be together. So-and-so's together. That person on YouTube says they're together, right? We start judging, comparing, analyzing, and then putting everyone else's story and belief on it, right? And that creates separation. Separation from ourselves, our own twin flame journey, and what this path is really about, right? Anytime we judge that this connection is not happening the way we think it should, we place a judgment on it. And in these situations, it can be hard to discern what the right thing to do is. I get it, right? It can be hard to tune into our intuition because our judgment around the situation could be clouding our discernment and this could be hidden, right? So, so what can we do? If we can remember that the two things that keep twin flames apart are fear and polarity, right? And that both of these live in judgment. Once we know this and acknowledge it, we can turn off judgment. And once we switch it off, we can start to clear the air get a broader view, look at it mythologically and be able to discern what the right steps to do are. Get out of our own way. We can look at our fears. We can turn inward and say, okay, what is our greatest fear? And then we can look at the polarity around our twin flame. Where are we separating from them? Where have we labeled good and bad, right and wrong? Where have we made them other than us? And then when we can, we can see where we may hold some of those beliefs that we're unwilling to look at from a different lens, right? Especially beliefs around love. And so we can look and see, this is really hard discerning work to do to see if we have any beliefs that are no longer true for us. And we can call in the divine source God energy to help us, to guide us. And these things are hard to do when we're caught in our head, when we're in a loop of stories 
and with a mind that won't shut off, right? We have to get in our bodies because remember, discernment lives in the combination of mind, body, and soul. When faced with a decision, get in your body, get out of your head. Your body knows the truth, your mind doesn't. Your mind knows beliefs, opinions, conditions, taught behavior, judgments. Your heart knows the truth. Your heart is connected to your soul, right? Your heart is a portal to the divine, to your higher self. And your intuition is a knowing and is your guidance, is your internal GPS, right? It is your guidance. And this guidance system is different from a belief or a judgment, right? So the path to find clarity and discernment on this journey is through self-love. Because any judgment you have, consciously or unconsciously, is what you fear and what creates polarity and separation within yourself. Now, I mentioned that judgment can be conscious or unconscious, right? The hard part is that finding the parts of us that are unconscious. I think I've mentioned this before on a podcast, but 95% of our choices are made from our unconscious, right? We operate mostly from our unconscious unless we are conscious moment to moment of what decision we're making, what our thoughts are, what our beliefs are. And that's when we have to become conscious of what really is going on from a holistic point of view, right? Because in our unconscious is where some, most of our fears are hiding. And this is where anything we've repressed or denied, ignored or turned a blind eye to are hiding, right? They're hiding in our depths, our shadows, our bodies. And these are connected to the collective unconscious. From my experience, healing on this twin flame path comes in three layers. And this healing requires discernment as you go through these layers. So the first layer starts out with ourselves, right? Healing our own wounds, our healing what's hiding in our unconscious and our shadow parts, doing our inner child work, the grief that never got expressed or outdated belief systems, you know, changing them and healing our unhealthy patterns around love, right? And the second layer is the healing work through our ancestral line, the deeply seated fears that are in our DNA, right? Our chosen ancestry and the fears and healing that is being called forth. And so many of these ancestral fears are based in centuries of enslavement, based in grief and horror, based in atrocities, right? And a lot for the twin flames are based in the feminine, the abuse of the feminine, the denigration, the loss of power, and the fear of the masculine. And we can see a lot of the shifting and slowly changing on a global level, but we can be so instrumental in this shift and in the world by doing our ancestral work. And I'll be honest, it's challenging. It's challenging because the level of fear and emotion and energy that is brought through to clear is intense. And from my experience, right, our bodies have to be able to hold a certain frequency to let these fears through. We have to have done enough of our own healing in our physical, psychological, and mental selves to be able to be strong and of a higher, a certain higher vibration and order to hold these frequencies, these energies. So that's why taking care of our bodies is so important, why taking care of our mental health is so important, and why understanding ourselves and knowing ourselves on a deep level is so important. And this is when it can be so helpful to have a witness and someone to help you hold space and anchor and support, right? Because this energy can be intense. And the third level of healing is in the collective. And this is usually when you've done your ancestral work and your own healing, and now you're a self-healer. And this is when you can really discern the different energies that come through, right? You start to just read energy. And rather than judge them, you can, you can discern and say, ah, okay, this is collective fear. This isn't mine. Oh, wow, this is some more ancestral stuff coming through. Ooh, this is massive. Okay, I know what to do. Oh, this is mine. This happened yesterday. I didn't clear it, right? And you know how to start to work with these different energies, 
And I know how intense these are. I really do. And discernment was truly and still is one of my greatest tools on this journey. But remember, it's getting out of the mind, getting out of judgment, getting out of fear, getting into your heart because your heart knows the truth and the way forward, right? And although this journey can be challenging, getting to the other side is worth it. I never knew what happiness and freedom really were, right? I maybe had a glimpse of them, but underneath was so much baggage and they were always, those feelings were always so dependent on other people and my circumstances, right? I was happy and free if a certain thing was happening. But you'll find that once you've done your work, you truly become the master and creator of your life and happiness and joy become your constant companions. So if it feels right, reach out for a one-on-one and when we can do this work together. This is my mission to help guide twin flames. I never thought I'd be saying that, but this is where my path has led me. So I do a few guided meditations on my website and my goal is to get more on there. Listener support is also turned on. So thank you to those who have signed up. It really does help me with the time it takes to, to make these podcasts. And as always, I am sending you so much love on your journey. You're not alone. And may you find the guidance of impeccable discernment so that you can make any challenging decision you may have be faced with and make it for your highest good and the highest good of all, whatever that looks like for you. You've got this. Namaste. Namaste.